This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by Miss Sarah Farasia. David Yontif. Still have not gotten over the fact that you are here in Hollywood. Um, so excited about our meetup um, to meet in person because we've been talking for like over a year. Like Honey. we've basically been friends online for a year and a half. And this is the first time we're meeting up. I almost feel like it's an episode of Catfish. Like I hope I show up and you are who you, I mean, I guess we FaceTime. So I know, but you know. Maybe I'll try to catfish you. Um, That'd be amazing. Let me tell you something. Let what? me tell you something. I am, it's not good in Hollywood. It's not good in Hollywood. Um, I am so hungover today. What? Not, you? I, to, I'm, I don't think I've ever I, even heard you say you're hungover before. Really? I feel like I'm always hungover, but with these shots, I've really curbed my drinking. Oh, okay. But last night I went to, a, listen, I don't know what you're doing here in LA, but I came, I joined a gym, recorded episodes. Um, I went to a dinner party last night at my friend's house in West Hollywood. And I was like, I was literally sleeping on the way there. I was so tired. And then I drank like 8,000 glasses of wine. And, and a vodka. Oh my God. What time did you get home? How did you go to bed? P.S. I have a 20 month old and a husband. Not that my husband really requires that much care or would care if I went out drinking, but I don't know. Once you have the kid, once you have a child and everybody listening that has kids will know this, David, it is so hard to be hungover. It's like, it's like an alarm clock at 6 a.m. and they cry. It, it's so bad. So now I just don't drink. I didn't go to the gym today. Listen, I don't want to drink. I literally don't like 
want to, and then I do. You know what I mean? When Listen, when you look around that room and everyone else is in the bag, you're like, why not? Why not? It's just that type of night. Like, I'm not the drunk one at the party. I'm looking around. Everybody is the drunk one here. So just shut up, David, and just let yourself have a moment of happiness. Maybe you should do a West Hollywood AA meeting and just check in and just see, like, if you hit any of the marks. You know what it is? I don't, but I would have needed, I would have taken you up on that, like, pre-COVID, honestly, really. Pre-COVID, I had questions about things. No, I went, like, cold turkey during COVID. I didn't touch alcohol. Yeah, I mean, literally, I was, I I don't drink alone. And there's no shade to anyone that does. I just... Maybe I have social anxiety disorder. I don't know. But like, if you tell me like I'm staying in tonight, I'm having a lovely night editing the podcast. Let me just have a glass of wine. No, thank you. I can't tell you in my Hamptons house and in my New York City apartment, I have bottles. I mean, because you really have people over. I'm a good entertainer. Bottles, bottles of alcohol that just sit there because it's only when people come over. I never touch the shit when I'm home alone. Never. Okay. Um, so I'm not an, not that that's the only definition of an alcoholic. I mean, I, I, I really could stop. I could have like one or two drinks. It's just, I didn't even drink that much. These damn fucking shots, ma'am. But anyway, oh, okay. Yes. The all shots is fun. not good in the hood. Now, before we get into, I mean, let, listen, let's start with this. This episode is going to air after January 6th. Oh. Period. So everybody fucking deal with it. Today is January 5th. So tomorrow, this shot is being sentenced. By the time you hear this, we will know. So let's, we can reflect on this. We can say, just a week ago, that asshole David was so wrong. Or wow, David and Sarah were so right. Do you see the new evidence that's now coming out that they're saying is going to be that she had an affair? Do you see all this in the restraining order? Uh, Yes, yes. And I'm wondering what you're hearing, but I'm wondering if this restraining order is stemming from, what was it, maybe about two months ago, someone had filmed her in Salt Lake City out, you know, with there were four or five people yelling and screaming at someone and just losing her mind. Now, she alleges that it was over somebody saying a homophobic slur and she was defending a friend or whatever. But I I wonder, now I wonder if it, it, I first I thought it was related to that. Now it sounds like, did you hear the latest? Now it sounds like Jen Shaw was allegedly having an affair with a guy. And and it was the guy's either wife or girlfriend who they kept going back and forth over text. Finally, Jen Shaw shows up to this woman's house at 2 a.m. And they get into whatever screaming match confrontation police were called and a restraining order was granted. So that's what I'm hearing. Is that what you're hearing? So I, I initially thought this was from that incident where she was yelling at somebody in someone's face outside of a restaurant in Salt Lake. Now mm. we're hearing she could have been having an affair and it was the other woman. Yeah. I mean, my understanding is that she was having an affair and that this woman found out. And just like what I would do, the woman was like, you know, I found out that my husband is fucking you. So isn't it just fair that your husband finds out that you're fucking my husband, like tit for tat? I would do the same thing that this woman did. So my understanding is I could be, because I write it very quickly, is that she sent the pictures to Sharif. I think she notified Sharif that Jen was cheating. And I think Jen was like, 
Hey girl, I'm a narcissist. It's about me, Jen Shah. I don't care if you found out that uh, that your, your husband's cheating on you. That's your problem, not mine. But you're going to let my husband know and try to blow up my life? Girl, this is about blowing up your life, not mine. I'm Jen Shah. I'm a narcissist. We don't ruin my life. We only ruin your life. So my understanding was Jen was pissed that this woman said, you know, I found out, shouldn't your husband know? And I mean, I would do the exact same thing. I would send the damn pictures. And then I guess I, I, my understanding was Jen was pissed that this woman let her husband know Sharif rocked her own world. And then, yeah, showed up at the house. And then, you know, listen, it's not so easy. Trust me. There's, you know, how many people I'd like to have a restraining order on? Honestly, the list is very long. It's not so easy to get a restraining order, guys. So, I mean, you have to listen. Amber Childers, behind the Velvet Rope podcast guest, Amber Childers, Randall Emmett's ex, she tried to get one. She was denied. So, um, you have to really, so, I mean, but yeah, this, it was granted. So, I'm, I think Jen showed up and went absolutely psycho crazy. Listen, listen. This is not good, I don't think. Go on. I don't want to interrupt. It, it can't help right so i wonder like the only thing i don't know right now is like is the are it seems like are they going back and amending their request for 10 years i mean that's really the only thing she needs to worry about i still think listen i say this all the time i really try to remain neutral i really don't like or dislike any of these people in theory you know what i mean like none of them i i well I actually do know quite a few of them, but there's not, you know, okay. So I guess I do, I just, I guess I do (laughs) dislike them, but I try to remain Ah. neutral. I still try to remain neutral per situation. There's just some, I I don't know what it is. There is just something about this person. I feel no remorse. I feel she is possibly one of the most entitled like on patreon every weekend kim d says you know teresa's a narcissist teresa's a narcissist i don't know i don't really necessarily agree with that she thinks louis a narcissist i don't know if i agree with that i think this is one of the biggest narcissists there's something about jensha i just don't like and she just rubs me the wrong way and tom girardi there's they're con artists they're con artists and um no, I, I don't think this is good for her heading into the sentencing. I also saw somebody snapped a picture of uh, Coach Shaw and Jen in the airport yesterday heading to New York City in anticipation. They both look great. Um, you know, I would love to know the truth of what's really – wouldn't you love to know the truth of what's really going on in Jen Shaw and Coach Shaw's marriage? I always, I I get so, like, I've been with my husband 10 years. I get so jealous. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I could flirt with people tomorrow night when we go to the polo lounge. I'll be all over Kevin O'Leary. You know, but like, I, is it O'Leary or Leary? O'Leary. You got this one right. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be all over Kevin O'Leary. But, you know, I get so bored with men, you know, it's like, eh, blah. You know, and then I'm on to the next, you know? And like, my husband is the only one that's been able to keep my attention. I can't imagine him flirting with anyone else. I would, I would have a restraining order on me. How do these people cheat on each other? Uh, how do they, I mean, and and is Coach Shaw one of the masterminds behind this and she's taking the fall? Are they that in love? Like, I just want to know the truth. You know, like, what I, is really? I'm right there with you. Listen, I'm single for a reason. Like, I... I, I don't under I believe it or not get old fashioned when it comes to this stuff. I'm not into the open relationship. You go cheat on me. To me, it's like you're either listen. 
I'm from over here and they would be friends with the Jersey girls. You know what I'm saying? You're either with me or you're against me. It's really, I'm that black and white as a person. You know what I mean? And as I get older, there's lots of shades of gray in there. Sure. But not if you're going to be my like significant other. Fuck that. I'm not putting. So I kind of agree with you. Like, I don't understand how all these people cheat and get over and no judgment, no judgment. Because I think if you, someone cheats on you and you decide to stay, then you can't really, you know, you got to work out your issues. You can't really hold it against them. And look, I mean, I I get it. You have children and a whole life. So I am, this is, I am not judging. One thing I don't do is judge. It's just not for me either. So I, I get it. Listen, I think she is just, she's just entitled and just everything. She's just everything, to be honest with you. She's just a, not a good person. I still think 10 years is so fucking lenient to me. I don't think she is going to learn anything. And honestly, the only people I find to be a close second as far as disgust is the Chrisleys. I find this whole thing with them. Todd is is, is tripling down. Now he's giving a tell-all interview to, to Chase. Well, it's your son. So, I mean, does Chase even have a podcast? Savannah does. Are we going to do this on Savannah's podcast? I mean, I, of course you do it on your kid's podcast for the ratings. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. But like, bitch, you shouldn't be doing a tell-all. He's saying that he's not gay and the ex-lover is just making this up. I mean, it's like, shut up. You are going to jail. Deal with that. I I don't think he's gay. I don't think he has sex with that guy. I I don't. I I mean, what about Todd comes off as gay to you? You're being sarcastic. (laughs) You're being sarcastic. I mean, Todd was on. I was like, when Todd was on my show, I was like, wanted to get with you i mean come on do we believe he you're absolutely correct i love the analogy this is why i love co-hosting with you you're brilliant you're brilliant you're brilliant in so many ways oh but i mean gosh. just you know you, you're right jen shaw and the chrisleys are on the same page in the same way like 110 percent. and todd is such a fucking joke isn't he he's just a joke it's it's he's such a liar Everybody knows he hooked up with that guy. What incentive would that man have to, that man blew The man would say that Julie did it. Like if you're not, I mean, it's, 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 you you know, that's the logical thing to say, right? He blew up his own family. He has a wife and he's basically coming out as gay. I mean, come on, dude. I think he's going to jail too, or, you know. Or did he cut, because I mean, he cut a plea, I know, but that doesn't mean you're not going to jail. And by the way, I'm going to say something really controversial here. So everyone can- I don't know when it is because a lot of times these white collar criminals don't really like make my skin, but like, honestly, I'm not saying I think Mr. Girardi is a, is a, is a good man. I'm not saying Bernie Madoff. I mean, that's in my backyard, honey. That's New York city, Upper East Side. I I know people that are affected by Bernie Madoff. I'm not saying he's a good man. Those didn't cut me like this. I wasn't disgusted by Bernie Madoff. He did some bad things. Good. You know, more power to him. And like, I, it's like, it's neither here nor here. There is what I'm saying for me. It didn't affect me. Like Tom Girardi doesn't really get, there's something about Jen, Sean, the Christie's. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting older and I'm, I'm getting more offended by things. It's like really, it's hard for me to get offended. I don't. So it's not like I'm like, so sensitive to these things because made off i'm like all right you know okay well that's not good i mean look what you fucking did you ruined people's lives you're a scumbag but it wasn't like keeping there's something about jen and the christie's that i just it's the arrogance the wait is over that's right season five of the kardashians is here just when you thought life couldn't get any faster they're punching it into overdrive 
Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or, of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloudco slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top-shelf THC products. Head over to indicloudco slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So there's this new company I discovered called Innovative Extracts. And just by listening to this podcast, they're giving my listeners 40% off their first order if you head to www.ie-cbd.com and use promo code VELVET at checkout. And let me tell you about Innovative Extracts. They offer a wide variety of CBD and THC products. You have so many options to choose from. And I love, to me, it's like they're like a one-stop shop because I need help with everything, okay? But listen, they have stuff for anxiety and mood improvement, improved sleep, inflammation, pain relief. And I also like that they have like a lot of their products can you can take them in a lot of different ways is what I'm trying to say. They have creams, vapes, gummies, and these drops that you put under your tongue. So whatever your preference is, they've got it. I mean, life is hard, right? We all need a little help sometime. They have a full line of Delta 8, 9, and 10 THC products. Everything's legal and doesn't require any medical card. And it's available to ship to most states. So it's as simple as this. Just visit their website, i.e., dash cbd.com and get 40% off today by using promo code velvet at checkout 40%. How great is that? You know, we've had the pleasure of interviewing the icon that is a Snooki here behind the velvet rope. I am so excited because the new season of Jersey Shore Family Vacation is back. That's right. It's Jersey Day. Listen, on Jersey Day, January 26th, the family is traveling from shore to shining shore. This season is honestly going to be the biggest family vacation ever. But of course, it's going to be totally Jersey. I mean, they go to Hollywood to support Vinny and Dancing with the Stars. They go to the Carolinas because Mike is competing in the Cornhole Championship. Yup, true story. This all leads up to a big trip to the Big Easy. They're going to 
make their way down Bourbon Street. And of course, they're going to be fist pumping and there's going to be meatball milestones. I mean, we have Wow and we have Dina. I, I really can't wait for this season. I still love this freaking show. You know, and listen, from what I see that's coming up, we're talking pregnancy announcements and an engagement. Oh my God. So listen, you don't want to miss this. Make sure to watch Jersey Shore Family Vacation. The new season premieres Thursday, January 26th at 8, 7 Central. Where else? Of course, on MTV. Once again, Jersey Shore Family Vacation, new season. It premieres Thursday, January 26th at 8, 7 Central on MTV. Can't freaking wait for the new season. I don't know. And I didn't see that with the other. I don't mean Tom's in a home and he's 80, so you can't really see the arrogance. I don't think Eric can do anything. I have no problem with Erica. You don't. Bring on the hate, guys. Um, Teresa didn't cut me to the core. Like, I wasn't like, you're a total scumbag. I think Teresa just didn't know. And she's the dumbest one of the dumbest on TV, you know, Juicy Joe. Okay, you did this. There's something about Shaw that just, I think she's like, just vile. I think she's a vile person. I'm sorry. I just, that's my, I, I, I can't help it. I wish I didn't feel this way. Well, I think too, to your point, although the Chrisley's kind of like screwed over banks, but I think like Madoff screwed over other rich people, right? Like it was rich people who thought they were a part of this very elite investing club. Well, turns out he was just funding himself. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I look, I, you and I have said it. I feel like you and I were two of the first people to kind of come out against like, like the audience and say, guys, what Jen did is horrible. How are you guys rallying for her? And I, I've said it a, n- a million times on this podcast. I find her to be so fake online. All this, you know, social activism, I think, is such a front for, you know, she, we've heard testimony from the victims. I mean, they were suicidal. Too late. It's People too late. Everything. It's like, uh, give me a fucking break. And you're supposed to be some social justice warrior now. I mean. She doesn't feel bad. I'm sorry. It's just no, you don't. She wants to, I think she thinks she's going to write a book. But I mean, look at the Chrisleys. They're supposedly already being courted for a reality show while they're in jail. I don't even know. So, how yeah. is that possible? Well, again, how you can't believe, I don't know, you know, Todd could because be- Because the other, the other yeah. kids show, the, the, there was shows without the parents. There was growing up Chrisley, there was spinoffs, they were all canceled. So yeah, there you go. By the way, I was looking at Mark Braddock, who's the alleged lover. I, I don't think he did go to jail. And it, I don't think so. Off? I think he got immune, pure immunity for, for cooperating and turning yeah. him in, I think. Crazy. Listen, but if I mean, you are in, guys, if you're in any scam right now, for everyone out there listening that's in any scam, big or small, with a bunch of other people, as a lawyer, let me tell you something. A, trust no one, and B, you better make that move before someone else makes it. It's like being on Survivor or Big Brother. If you think someone is going to stab you in the back, I would say throw yourself into the fire and expose yourself and throw yourself into the fire because that is how you save yourself. And you turn on whoever you have to to save yourself and your family, and you have loyalty to no one but yourself and your family. Now you got me riled up with my hangover, Sarah. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm reading, Mark Braddock did get immunity and I love it. Thank you. And what a good warning for any of our scammer listeners. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm just, listen, I'm just trying to help here today. Um, In other news, what else do you want to talk about? Teresa, in addition to the Cardi, now they're saying she's posing with a fake Gucci, a fake Chanel bathing suit. I mean, listen, I have a lot of like, does anybody care moments today? I mean, does anyone care about that? 
Kim D, I actually was speaking to. I mean, she doesn't care if I say this. She's an open book. She has no problem. Shockingly, guys, maybe she'll mention it on Patreon. She has no problem with Teresa's fake fake uh, Chanel. Yeah, she has a problem with buying a gift and saying, here, here's my love. It's $12,500, $50,000 total. Really? And, and, and that's... But she has no problem with like, if you want to wear a fake Chanel, Teresa, knock yourself out. I mean, well, you and I had this conversation and I used to be anti-fakes and now I'm sort of like, they look so real on TikTok. I'm like, I seriously want to buy the Cartier love bracelet, the knockoff, the ones that not the nail one, which Louis, which I so have, fake. I have, you the, have the real deal. Yeah. I mean, Listen. don't you think it was so fake? And the girls, by the way, I think two of Teresa's daughters put up on TikTok images of the bracelets and then took them down. To me, that's like sign number one, they're fake. And then a publicist for them came out and said, well, it's the gesture that counts. You know, Louis loves the girls. It's a, well, to me, you're just admitting they're kind fake of. Cartier that's bracelets. Jim Leonard, lawyer. I think his statement was horrible. You're like, what type of lawyer are you? You're making this worse. <laughs> I mean, you go to law school to get trained to use your words wisely. I, I, I don't understand it. No. <laughs> ah, well, it's all fake. Her bikini is fake. Somebody who runs a fake website that sells knockoff Chanel put up the exact same bikini next to a real, you know, um, Chanel one. And Teresa's wearing a fake one. And then people are in the comments. Well, Teresa makes $2 million. I mean, she, she does. does. But, you know, when you live that life, it's just four daughters. Know. Exactly. If I don't know if they're going to college. Or they she- are. Gabriella just got into something, Indiana Business School. Like she got into undergrad, a business school, like automatic afterwards as she keeps her grades up. Well, she's probably not getting much in scholarship money. So there's forty five, fifty thousand dollars a year. I mean, you know, two million is a is a lot of money. And I mean, I mean, and and NYU is seventy five thousand. FYI, so co- colleges are more today than you better. You know what, Sarah? You better keep working at this podcast. You you want to have another fucking kid? Good I luck know. to you. Good luck. Oh, by the way, by the way, <laughs> I have a filthy mouth, everyone. So I love the person who left the comments thirty five times on YouTube. Um, you know, no, I will not not say fuck in front of Sarah's child. They're very upset with me for saying fuck when you had your lovely offspring on last week. So (laughs) I got to go read the YouTube comments. I haven't read them in a hot second. I don't care. I said, no, I said, listen, I'm a horrible person. Then they said, why is Sarah swearing in front of her own child? I said, we're horrible people. Like, I'm sorry that you're just realizing this. It's, I cannot stop swearing. I apologize. Please. You think he, like, I don't care. Whatever. I apologize. I mean, I would like to, it's sure. I will make that effort. It's, it doesn't usually happen. The word's going to slip out. I'm sorry. I'm old. I can't like, there's no lobotomy at this age. Like, yeah, I am who I am. Just let me be. I'm going to die alone. Let it be. Um, I I can't go and reprogram my existence at this age. You see what happens? Give lobotomies, okay? Right. I've been watching a too much American horror story, honey. (laughs) Um, Ryan Murphy, you go. Um, who do you believe in this Lenny Lisa divorce? I mean, listen, they're saying two different things every day. He's saying, listen, I see both sides of it. He's saying Lisa treated me like her servant. She refused to help me with the smallest request, yelled at me at a weekly, if not daily basis, established a life completely away from me, stayed out partying when I was home, criticized everything I did except working hard, shoved her friends who I disliked down my throat, embarrassed me in public in front of my friends, and refused to do anything with me. 
I mean, that's all possible, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm with you. I think there's probably truth to both sides. I mean, do I think Lisa was completely innocent in this marriage? No. And she knew who she was marrying. You know, I mean, they all want to marry rich. They all want to marry successful. They all want to marry, you know, the come up. So, I mean, I, in a way, like Lenny, I mean, Lenny's kind of interesting to me because Lenny has a lot to say, unlike a lot of the other housewife husbands, you know who usually don't say much, um, Lenny's out there giving his opinion. And uh, how do you, I mean, you, you know, you've interviewed Lisa. I mean, you like, uh, do you think it, I, I just think it's possible. I, I feel like that's 100% true. I, I never believe, and I've been in work situations, not relationships where, you know, for a long time, I thought I was the victim the whole time. And then I'm like, well, you did things wrong too. I just, I don't believe it's all him. I don't think that Lenny's like, I mean, Lenny clearly did not want to be with Lisa and he should have told her that the minute he had that feeling. I mean, it's so obvious. Lenny was so, so over her forever. It's almost like it brings me back to like Kelsey Grammer and Camille Grammer, you know, when they were first on. Kelsey wanted nothing. He wanted to divorce Camille probably two years before they even got on that Beverly Hills, you know, reality show. Lenny to me gives me that same vibe, but. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's, I mean, listen, I guess, look, I mean, apparently he's, yeah, look, I'm not taking any sides either. I still don't understand when people are like, you're not giving her money and you're freezing her out. I mean, again, that's where I start to get a little confused. If I were married to you and it were my money and we were getting divorced, your credit card would be cut off before your fat ass hit the fuck, before the door hit your fat ass. So your credit cards would be cut off if you were starving in the street and couldn't buy a roll of toilet paper and you literally had to lay your head down in the street, I would walk over you. Sorry. That's how, that's who I am. When it is war, I am that person. I'm a lawyer. What do you want from me? You can't help it. Yeah. Um, God, everyone's going to hate me today. But so I don't find that so offensive. Lenny cut her off and the credit cards. Um, Yeah, that's called, like, we're done. (laughs) But I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, God, the the more I talk and the more I'm like, what did Letty really do wrong? Look, I mean, if you, like, met this woman after you you told Lisa, or if you met her before, you met her before, but you didn't fool around until after, even that's, what do you do? I don't know. What, is there anything really that wrong? Yeah, he looks like a jerk on the show. I'm not saying I love Lenny Hoxton, but... Look, I feel bad for anyone going through a divorce. It's tough, but yeah, no, you get a, you don't get a penny out of me if we're getting divorced. So I think it's yeah. there's two sides to everything. And she, of course, says he's trying to freeze her out, and it's like, it's like you know, financial warfare. Well, it's a divorce, girl. Buckle up. And by the way, whoever Marisol or Gertie or uh, Alexia, whoever gave her the advice in the episode when she was on vacation. You need to go and call every lawyer in town. I mean, that's how you do it. You call if it, let me give you some more advice today, everyone. If your <laughs> spouse comes and is going to divorce you, you stay calm. You say, oh, really? Listen, let's talk about it. Let's, I understand, but let's just like at least talk about this. Okay. It's, it's, it's okay. You say this. It's fine. It's not a bad. And then this is good advice. And then, when your spouse leaves or you leave the house, you literally go and basically like to the top five lawyers 
And just if you could, this is financial, you basically retain all of them. And so you cock block the spouse from hiring the top five lawyers in your district. Granted, you can go to fucking, you know, wherever, but that's, that's how you do it. You don't react. You stay calm. Oh, you're divorcing me. Okay. Well, it's yes, of course it'll be amicable. We'll work it out. I understand. It's fine. And then you literally get in your car and go to one lawyer. And then you go to the second one. You spend the next two days doing this, ideally a day. And you put that money down and you make the calls as you're driving and you have your assistant call the other way and you get that name in there. So when the phone rings and they're like, it's Lenny Hochstein, the lawyer gets on the phone. Sir, I'm sorry. I think this would be a conflict of interest if we speak, spoke. Oh, fuck. The second one, sir, this is a conflict of interest. The third one. That's what you do, guys. Listen. Anyone wants to fuck with anyone listening to this show, you call me. This is my specialty. Seriously. Were you ever married before? I mean, you seem like you're a pro in this divorce stuff. Listen, I told you I've sued people before. Don't come after me, people. You trust me. It's not going to end well. Um, I, I have no plans to, but I, I, I see sports. red. I, I, I like see red. This is what we, this is what lawyers do. If you draw a line down the middle and you're against me, I am going to fucking destroy you. I'm sorry. I'm with you. Um, I'm, not ag- I'm with you. I'm not against you. I'm, I'm okay. part of the Jersey group. Fine. Um, I have another moment of, does anybody care? I guess what? somebody, Gina Kirschenheider from the OC is married. Travis, does anyone care? Does no, anybody not care? Rip, you sent this to me. I read it. I was like, ugh. Like, I don't know. I just, you know what? Here's another. Okay, let's give other advice. Let me, let me, I'll give sure. you other advice. Sure. Do, do after you get divorced, do not get married to the first person you date after you get divorced or like give your, and I think she did date some other people in between before she met him, but give yourself a couple of years. I mean, serious years. And I know her whole marriage with him is like had been dissolved or whatever a while ago, the, her first husband. But I just I don't know. I mean, maybe they're super happy. I hope they are. And I'm judging him. And, uh, you know, you can I mean, just I, call me a bitch. But I mean, I, do you like I'm just like, girl, what? You're like on a national TV show. They've been dating for a while. Right. And and I think he is like the second or third guy she started dating after her divorce. At Girl. one point, there was that rumor, I believe, that she threw him down the stairs or, or something yes. like, you know, so listen, these people are all crazy, all of them. And it look, it extends to the Kardashians. I mean, Chloe's with oh, yeah. Tristan. Atri- I mean, I don't know. Can't a whole bunch, can't anybody just say, this is my house. We bought a house together or whatever. We're going to live together. Yeah, I, I kind of. I'm not in favor of marriage at all. So I'm the wrong person to ask. No, I've never been married. And I can honestly say I'll never get married. I mean, you can, we can be together for the rest of our lives. I don't want a ceremony. I don't want anything legal. And by the way, I don't care if you're the love of my life. Here's some more advice. Well, maybe this might be that advice. I don't know, but never, never, never co-mingle accounts. I have my bank account. You have your bank account. Guess what? A, I live below my means. Two, I'm great with money. So when you fucking blow through everything over there, bitch, and we have nothing left, trust me, guess what? We're okay because I got a whole stash over here. So just don't commingle accounts. I mean, here's the thing. We all love the housewives, right? That's all we talk about. Well, guess what? Now we have house guys. Listen, I honestly and truly have not been this excited about a reality show in like forever 
ever. MTV Friday nights, you guys, listen, they're about to get fabulous because now we have some real house guys. You know we're going to be covering this show in extreme detail here behind the velvet rope. So this Friday, January 20th, MTV is taking you inside the lives of six fierce West Hollywood friends. That's right, the real friends of WeHo. We have our good friend Brad Goreski. Did you guys love Brad on the Rachel Zoe project? You get to see inside his marriage with Gary and see a side of himself that you just can't miss. We have Todrick Hall. I mean, listen, Todrick is ready to tell his side of the story. My God, there's so much out there about Todrick. I, I loved watching him on Big Brother, I'll be honest. Television super host James Vaughn, rising actor Curtis Hamilton, Dorian Renaud, and Joey Zosdick. Do you guys know? Here's a little fun fact. Joey is really close. You know who Joey's really close with in real life? Our very own Miss Meredith Marks. So listen, you got to watch. It's listen, it's six gay guys in WeHo. Yeah, that's right. So listen, if you love Housewives, you're going to love this. Don't miss the real friends of WeHo, all part of MTV's new Friday nights after RuPaul's Drag Race this Friday, you guys. January 20th at 9 Central on MTV. The the most interesting thing with the OC. God, I am so arrogant today. By the way, um, they were dating. I want to take this back. My advice was shitty, but they were dating for three. They've been dating for three years. You're right. Now, I was trying to look at the domestic incident, what exactly that was. This, by the way, their ceremony was like in the backyard. Their kids were there. He's got a couple of kids from a previous marriage. Um you know, it just looked like a backyard shindig, which good for them. Um, more want, of it, yeah, keep going. Boring. Do you want to know what the most interesting thing about, listen, <laughs> it's just, it's going to be so sad to watch the OC to see Vicky pedaling around, trying to get her screen time and get herself back on the show. We have to deal with Tamrat back in our lives. I mean, I do think she'll bring something to the show. Queen Heather, Queen Heather Dubrow, love you, Heather. The most interesting thing to me about the OC this next season is uh, Kelly Dodd versus Tamara at the moment. That's that's the most interesting thing to me. I even slipped into Kelly Dodd's DMs last night. I drunk, drunk. Oh my God, stop. Well, she, she posted was probably something. drunk too. Yeah, so I just, wasted too. I commented on something she posted. By the way, do we think this is not good? I mean, you know, Travis and Gina, their incident where Gina allegedly pushed him down the stairs just took place, by the way, in June of 2022, not even a year ago. Uh, it was during a fight that broke out at their Orange County home. Travis's ex, Megan Mullen, made the accusation in court documents. She claims the physical altercation happened around April. So again, still not even a year ago, in front of the couple's 10-year-old daughter, Priestley. Um, I don't know. All right. I, yeah. I mean, did they name him after Jason? (laughs) His daughter? No, I mean, like, I would name someone Doherty after Shannon. I love my Shannon Doherty. Um, oh, by the way, Sutton is at her store. You're not coming to the Sutton store with me on Sunday, on Saturday. I'm so depressed. I am on baby duty with my son that we curse in front of. And I have to, I mean, I, I mean, I guess I could bring KJ. I mean, it doesn't say no. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll roll up with my child and just put him in the store and say hi to you and Sutton. I'm going in for 30 seconds. I just want to get a Sutton shirt and she's going to be there. Okay. It's in, okay, it's in WeHo on Almond. Okay. Just come, you'll come for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, we'll, come. we'll come for 20 minutes. You, I mean, you really should listen. We can talk about it on this podcast. We can tell everyone like, oh, we saw Kyle yeah, in the corner. I, I adore Sutton. So I, look, I, you know, again, I, I love Beverly Hills. I love all, every single 
all of the women. And I actually, I don't mind Crystal, although I've said like, I just find Crystal to be the least interesting and wouldn't be surprised if Crystal goes, wouldn't be surprised if she stays. But I love Sutton and Garcelle. Sutton and Garcelle make it. And I mean, Sutton and Garcelle, especially Sutton, like seeing Sutton give it back to these women, it was what we needed. It because, was a great season because of that. Yep. Yeah. The Fox Force Five were so tight. And now, or four, whatever. And now I love seeing Sutton. I love Sutton. So I, I can't wait to see her in real life. I have something else to talk about. I don't know if you, okay, so then come with me on Saturday. For real, just bring, you know, come know, for I'll 10 minutes. I know, I'll just bring my son, yeah. You'll get the Sutton shirt. You'll see me buy it. We'll, we'll laugh and then we'll go our separate ways. Okay, Um, Stassi Schroeder, I mean, does anyone care? She's talking on her podcast about she wants a second baby. That's sweet. Oh, me and too. Just yeah. that she is just done hanging out with the ex Vanderpump people that she's not friends with. And, uh, you know, she's so happy that she is not forced to hang out with these people anymore. I mean, is that like a big revelation? Does anyone really still care about Stasi? I mean, she has plenty of followers. I mean, you know. So, you know, I guess you, you're better. You have a pulse on this better than I do. I never got into 2. Vanderpump. 7. Even though you say that Vanderpump Rules at its height was probably the great, one of the greatest reality shows ever. Never, ever, ever, ever got on board. I, I actually really didn't even know who Stassi Schroeder was until Taylor Strucker, who I really love, who's a podcaster, like came on my show and they're best friends. I, I didn't really even pay any attention. So I don't. I don't even know. I mean, I and and where is Stasi's podcast now? Is it she must be distributing it herself? So I guess it's I just think like- I think it's off Patreon only, and I think it is back oh. on Apple. I think she got oh. back on Apple. Listen, I got nothing against the girl. Um, I stand by that. The best reality shows of all times, like Laguna Beach, The Hills, um, Selling Sunset, and at its height, yes, Vanderpump Rules to me. At its height was, I would say, maybe the best show that was ever on Bravo. Really. It was so much going on. It was real friends and everybody is sleeping with everyone else. I mean, you have to move so fast to see how this all works. People were all sleeping together. Um, Yeah, there was a lot going on. It has had a major, major fall from grace. Love my Lala. I really am hoping the new season is good. I just am not so excited for it. I'm not so excited for it. That's all. So we're going to have to see how that all plays out. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure that I really care about Stassi and her. Sorry, Bethany Frankel's popping up. Um, She's talking about bagels. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but I mean, a great Stassi have another kid. I wish you well, um, anything, what else is keeping you up at night? Let me see here. What else? What other well, I told you, you, you know, I'm sort of in a feud with Karen Huger. Um, oh, talk to me about this. This the, is interesting. The Grand Dame. So I, I, you know how my, everybody who listens to the show knows how much I love Potomac. I was watching, I actually had gotten a tweet from, um, you know, a listener to my podcast. And she said, you know, she tagged Karen Huger on Twitter. And she said, Karen, I believe Sarah Frazier had done live podcast recordings at the DC Improv long before you did. So I'm like, hmm, okay, what's this about? So I go and watch the episode. And essentially, Karen Huger goes on to say that she is doing like a live night with Grand Dame show at the DC Improv, which is a very famous, famous comedy club in Washington, DC. Been there for like 30 years. And she says, I am the first non-comedian to ever perform at the DC Improv. And I'm like, bitch, what? Like, 
for years. I mean, I started my podcast at the DC Improv, literally and truly. Like I I am friends with the owner. I love Allison Jaffe so much. And so I had seen her at Fox 5 DC and I said, I think I'm going to start a podcast. And she was like, why don't you do it at the Improv? I was like, oh my God. All right. So I, for years, for two years, I recorded every single week daily or almost daily a show like my podcast. And then I did live shows there. And so the Grand Dame does this whole scene with, you know, the black Bill Gates and her assistant or whatever about how she's doing this show. And she's the first woman. I'm like, excuse me. No. So I just made a video yesterday and everyone was like, people were like, yeah, I was at your show. Not only that, it's not just me. The DC Improv has welcomed. I'm just, I guess the blatant lie of it was so funny to me because has the grand dame responded yet and come for you the grand dame has not responded but i plan on making a second video today day two of waiting for my apology from the grand dame milk it bitch milk that shit i'm gonna milk Milk the the cow by the way i mean the dc improv has had like talent shows there with local news people they've had psychics there they've had magicians i mean come on it's like it's just the most ridiculous made up line. I don't know if it was her line or a producer line, but I'm like, give me a break, Karen. You're there's nothing you're doing is groundbreaking. I'm looking her up right now. No, guess what? Cause she's doing another show in Philly. I have something to say about this. Um, what do you have to say? This show, is she calling it the Grand Dame and Friends? What is it called? I mean, she better not call it cause fucking Countess will come and sue her ass. Um, hold on. Let me see something. Karen Huger, official Karen Huger, so she's doing her second show, an evening with a good, yep, Grand Dame and Friends, Countess. Hey, sorry, get the Countess on the phone. Hey, Lou, you got to sue Karen. So she did this in New York City. And guess what? Yeah. I was invited to the Grand Dame's show in New York City by her team. They said, you are major. You have a podcast. We you should know be hosting you. it. Guess yeah. well, guess what? Here's this is no shade. I said yes because I mean we say yes to everything, right? And then the day sort came of. for me to attend the Grand Dom's live show in New York. Yeah. And guess what? Right. Guys, I wasn't in New York City. So I did not attend the Grand Dom show. And I never called anyone to say I wasn't coming. David, why is that bad? Yes, yeah, because they're probably yeah, because they're probably banking on big people oh, big personalities shit. and stars like you to go there and they want you to social media about it they want you to come oh my god up. what you're never oh, gonna shit. be invited again don't are worry. you kidding I mean, me i'm sorry like it's not it's not i wasn't there's no arrogance in this i just wasn't in new york and i couldn't attend the grand them know. <laughs> i figured like if i just didn't show up who's gonna really know if david yontef oh, is there god. and if i call and say i'm not coming it's gonna call attention to that although yeah. now i'm talking about it on this platform and so everyone's gonna know and then it's just um you know yeah and now we're not editing it out but she had a, a show tuesday 11 15 22 the grand dame with crystal waters and kennedy davenport who's a great drag queen so i'm so sorry to karen huger's team that i was not at the new york show I and love thank me. you for the invite i love me some i Karen. Karen's been on my podcast. She was great. She was, she was amazing on my show and I'm honored she did it. She doesn't do a lot of interviews. I just, I thought that line was really funny. Cause I'm like, okay, come on. There've been so many performers, including myself long before Karen, who were not, I mean, I am, I'm sort of on the cusp because I've always done morning radio. That's been comedy. I've always, I've done improv. So, you know, but you were, so. you were a big deal in, uh, 
You were a big deal in D.C. over there. Back in the day on the uh, Kane show on morning radio. And now, welcome to L.A. It's a doggy dog. Yeah, now, now, exactly. I got to get hustling again. I, I don't know. I got to do something or show my butthole on OnlyFans, one or the other. But those are think. all good options. Um, all right. I have to love you and leave you, though. Really? Yes, David, you know, things are busy here. In I know, and we actually did a longer episode, the last one. So we're going to say goodbye to everyone. Listen, this is, and um, I'm hungover and I'm miserable. So follow oh, Behind the Velvet. Right. And follow us on social media, at Behind Velvet. Oh, do you know who I'm meeting tonight? And I'm having dinner with tonight? I want people to follow our dinner tomorrow night that we're having our dinner and drinks. Okay, yes. Who okay, are you? Tonight I'm having dinner with the one, the only Patty Stanger, millionaire oh matchmaker. Oh my God. Well, give Patty a big hug for me. I want to meet Patty someday. I, I love you Patty. Will. was a legend. Patty was a legend back in the day on television. Back Patty's like my day. real friend, like not, not industry related. I talk to Patty like a hundred times a day. So, wait a minute. But does Patty still have a matchmaking company at all or no? Is she out of that? She does. She, she does. does. She just asked me yesterday, you know, are you looking for someone? I'm like, Patty, we're not doing this right now. Oh, (laughs) you know, so, uh, yeah, no, I speak to her. You know, I was on Millionaire Matchmaker. I told you that before. I remember, I remember. Go go and find that episode, everyone, from 2010. Jesus fucking Christ, 2010. Um, Just a baby on 10. 10 years ago. Oh, everyone's going to get upset. Now, by the way, before we go, this will be very quick. In addition to people being really disgusted with me about saying fuck in front of your child, people were disgusted that when I did a Patreon show with Kim, I said, Kim, Merry fucking Christmas. Apparently saying Merry fucking Christmas to certain people. I mean, you're you're reacting. Apparently you're offended. On they were- Christ's birthday, the day that Jesus was born. Is that bad? No, I, I'm not offended. People, but I and I said, I told people. them to fuck off. I said, fuck off. Like that's not meant as anything. They said, how would you feel if I said Merry fucking Hanukkah? And I said- great like that sounds great or what if we said happy fucking hanukkah david i mean that that kind of is like oh oh hanukkah you know i get what you've never heard anyone say merry fucking christmas i've heard a lot of people say that well apparently i offended all sorts of people by saying that i'm not i i don't apologize i don't i'm sorry don't apologize i am never i am not offended by that at all i'm not like at least i say things like i wasn't upset with bernie madoff that I understand. Come for me. Tear me into pieces. I mean, but when I said Merry fucking Christmas, I didn't realize that was uh, something that was oh, going to well. offend someone. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and, but I'm not offended. Don't apologize. And you got, I mean, God, like the look on your face. I'm like, I think I'm about to offend someone else right in front of me here today. <laughs> you can never offend me. I know. I just get why, you know, oh. anytime people are talking about Jesus or religion in general or Muhammad or, you know. But I, mean, I didn't say like Jesus Christ is a fucking asshole down with him. I said, Merry fucking Christmas. I don't, <laughs> isn't. I don't understand what's wrong with that. There's nothing. I, I feel like there are Christmas cards that say it. I just, I'm saying I understand. I, I, people are offended by everything, whatever. Who's to everyone listening to this episode, I apologize for everything I've said on this episode. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Get over it. And I love okay. you. I cannot wait to hug you tomorrow. Okay. See Bye, you Mark. at Polo Lounge, Beverly Hills. She, 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 she. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, 
subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.